there are 76 million of us just here in the US. We are the biggest generation that ever existed. We were called the me ones, the crazy ones, and boy, do we know what that means, don't we? In fact, we have reinvented every single phase of our life. We were the yuppies, we were the hippies. We like innovation. Well, now we are in the winter of our life. And I can assure you, this is not going to be your average winter. I invite you to join me at Boomerology Revealed every single week so we can figure out how boomers are reshaping this phase of their lives. Join me. This episode of Boomerology Revealed is brought to you by Standard, your best option for mobility products. Be independent with Standard.com. Hi, I'm Shahar Boyai and your host. This is Boomerology Revealed. On today's episode, we talk to Ernesto Verdugo, author, award winner and speaker on differencing generations. We are also going to talk about sugar and show you a cool thing from the past. Let's watch. Today, my guest is Ernesto Verdugo and he's an author, he's an entrepreneur, he's an international speaker and he's a wizard in trends in the market. Welcome, Ernesto. Thank you, Shahar. It's, uh, it's a pleasure being here with you. You know, the very first thing I would like to know is really your secrets to be able to predict trends. Predicting trends is not that difficult. Most people get very, um, uh, very confused, or at least they don't see what I see, because of course they see that everything is linear. In reality, everything is um, everything is like a circle. Everything is like in the Lion King. They talk about the circle of life. I mean, there's always patterns. In fact, the word. Uh, the word um, uh, century comes from from uh, Latin, which is a which is basically a circle, and everything has to be a circle. So there's always patterns. And uh, I read a book a long time ago that it's called the Fourth Turning, that uh, completely me, con I mean, completely me fa uh, totally fascinated me. I thought that it was just absolutely amazing. And then I started seeing how the different generations were um, uh, taking parts of the circle of life. And uh, you will see uh, the different uh, times where people are living. I understand that your program is for uh, baby boomers. Right now, the baby boomers are entering right now into the uh, winter of their lives. But if we actually can compare what happened in the uh, 100 years ago, uh, in the previous century, we will see that the previous generation that occupied exactly the same uh, space as the what the boomers are occupying now, they have the exact same challenges as the boomers are having right now. So just by simply understanding that nothing is linear, but it's actually uh, like a cycle, you will be able to predict a lot of the things which are happening. That's interesting. So all generations go through that cycle. Absolutely. Okay. Tell me, tell me some of the predictions that you did that actually came through. Well, I mean, I uh, I predicted, I think, in 2002, just looking at all the information that I was uh, sharing with you, that the uh, crisis, the, the crisis in which we are in, was going to get started in uh, January or February 2008. I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit too early, so I was about six months off, but I, I mean, I was actually pretty accurate, and I mean, I can tell you that this crisis, I mean, if we think that we, this is the, the, uh, the worst crisis that we have seen, we have, we have not seen anything yet. I mean, everybody's pr blaming President Obama, but President Obama is just basically another person which is just fitting into the entire thing. It's not his fault, because of course this, ex this is exactly how things happened a uh, uh, hundred years ago, and now they are happening again, and the crisis is not going to finish until the year 2023. 
So, I mean, that's one of the things that I predicted. I also predicted that it was going to be Obama that was going to be winning the presidency. Uh, I mean, I, I am very, very accurate with all of, a lot of the things that I have predicted. I mean, there's a number of videos of me on YouTube predicting a number of trends. And, uh, I mean, all I do is basically observe and try to connect dots of what most people see as a linear way. So I try to see everything as a cycle, and I always try to connect dots. That's basically my secret. Now, t tell me what trends do you think will come next? Well, I think uh, 2014 is uh, uh, a year of a number of challenges, but also a number of different opportunities. I mean, right now, uh, specifically, I am focusing on uh, what's happening on the Internet. Uh, the Internet in 2014 is going to change dramatically. I mean, we are entering into the era of big data, uh, big data and the Internet of Things, which means that right now, absolutely every single thing is, uh, is interconnected. I mean, we uh, have passed from uh, uh, the Web 1.0 to the Web 2.0 to the Web 3.0 to right now we're entering into Web 4.0. Now, you might be ask, asking yourself, well, why is all that? Well, Web 1.0 is when, whenever there was a website that, um, uh, I mean, at the very, very beginning of the Internet, that actually people put information on their website and uh, people will uh, simply go and, and read whatever it was there. Then we went to Web 2.0 when we went into the social uh, era where I actually used this information to predict that President Obama was going to become the president. In those days, it was uh, Senator Obama. Uh, Web 3.0 is the moment that we uh, did not longer uh, use a cable to be connected to the Internet, but actually, I mean, there was connectivity everywhere. And right now, it's not only uh, computers and, uh, and mobile phones which are connected to the Internet, but actually there's so many things which are connected to the Internet. And the interesting thing is that data could be retrieved from all these, uh, all these things which are uh, connected to the Internet, and that's why big data is uh, it's, uh, taking a big, big... Uh, role right now in 2014. Now, what does that mean? That means that uh, the amount of data which is just created uh, on, on the Internet is going to help uh, companies, is going to help uh, marketers, is going to help businesses to understand how to provide a better experience to their web users. However, not everybody is really understanding. So the people which are ahead into understanding what's going to happen with big data and uh, and uh, with web uh, 4.0 are going to be the ones which are going to be having a big, big uh, boost in their businesses in 2014. When it comes to, to behavioral generations, uh, Ernesto, we saw a huge adoption uh, of technology with boomers, right? And I believe we have never seen, you tell me, we have never seen before uh, people being so connected with their devices uh, as we are seeing now. Do you have something that you could enlighten us with uh, about how this is going to go? Because my point here is the following. We also see millennials extremely connected all the time to the point that we can question are they really being able to live in the present moment because not even in I, I don't know how it's in your home but I've seen in several where everybody's having dinner and everybody in their phones instead of talking to each other how, how is your take on that well it is uh, definitely definitely I mean the connectivity it is it is uh, undeniable I mean it is absolutely everywhere um, I mean, if we talk about the household, it does happen in my household that we are all the time 
uh, interconnected. My kids, my wife, everybody, everybody is. I mean, I think that's something that uh, it's a, a taught behavior. So that whenever you're in home, you need to take control of that. However, it's inevitable, and uh, right now it's going to be it's going to have a big, big impact in our economy. Because, for example, I mean, we are getting into the time that uh, you could be in a in a shop. For example, you can be in Best Buy, or you can be in Target, or you could be in any uh, retail or department store. And if you see something, all you need to do is just take out your mobile, take a picture of that thing, or or possibly even type the name of that thing. And possibly you could be inside of the shop, and you will see that you can possibly get it cheaper on the internet. So now the interesting thing is. There are ways to control that. So if you can, um, uh, if you as a as a shop can already think of what uh, uh, what is going to happen with that, you will be able to uh, still save good part of your business. So obviously, I mean, there's going to be so many so many different changes because, of course, this complete inter interconnectivity is just really really um, amazing. You said the boomers are in their winter, right? So the millennials now would be. In which uh, season of their lives? Well, the the, the millennials are, are, are right now on the on the uh, summer because I mean I am I am a, an exer, and uh, I am right now in the uh, autumn of my in the autumn of my life, and uh, I am starting the autumn while you guys are already starting your uh, your winter, and uh, these guys are in the summer, which of course I mean it's going to be, um, uh, it, I mean. It's a complete different. Uh, it's a complete different generation. And if we actually go into the previous generation, sorry, into the next generation, which is um, the the homeland generation, which are the the kids which are just being born right now, it's. Ex I mean, exactly what I was telling you. If you want to find out more about the behavior part, I recommend all your audience to read a book that is called The Fourth Turning, because the fourth turning explains perfectly well how every single generation, all of them get different names, but every generation lasts about 80 years. And it explains uh, ev ev exactly how everything goes. And they have four, um, uh, four different protagonists, four different names for each of the, of the, uh, of the generations. See, for example, um, um, you, you guys are, I mean, we have the heroes, and we have the artists, and we have the uh, uh, nomads. And uh, I mean, for you, it doesn't really sound like anything. But in reality, what happens is that every single generation plays a role in the circle of life. I mean, some people, some your your generation. I mean, the boomers were the 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 uh, the crazy ones. Uh, then we have, of course, the the uh, the previous generation that was, you know, the the settling one. And every single one of them play a role in the circle of life. And that's the most important thing when people understand that it's just not random things that happen, but I mean, but things that uh, I mean, there's a, there's a pattern for everything. You will understand the behavior, and you will see that it's inevitable. I mean, absolutely inevitable. It has been like that for for uh, 20 centuries, and right now there's we're getting into into uh, the 21st century. Uh, already, and the pattern is exactly the same as it was in the 20th century, in the 19th century, 18th century, and uh, your generation, that is called the boomer generation, it was called uh, uh, something else, the previous generation, but actually the behavior is exactly the same as you guys were having. So it's just a matter of understand what role your generation played on every cycle or in or in every century. Yeah, that, that's so interesting, and I know you have a lot more content uh, than what we have time here for. So, if people want to know more, Ernesto, about uh, your ideas, where should they go? 
Yeah, they can go to ernestoverdugo.com and uh, they can connect with me uh, there. Or um, yeah, I mean, I think that's the best. Or or they can watch my TV show on amazingwebsites.tv. Amazingwebsites.tv. Yeah. Yes. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, Shire. I have some facts about baby boomers for you. Baby boomers, as we know, are people born between 1946 and 1964. The reason I have those facts for you, first, is nice trivia. Second, if you're a baby boomer, you can boast about it yourself. And if you're younger, you get to understand us. We are the biggest buying market out there. And we like creative things, not really couples in separate bathtubs in the middle of nowhere holding hands. So get to know us a little bit better because you can sell a lot more. There are 79 million of us. We are the largest generation so far. There are things that we value a lot. We question authority and we value independent thinking. That's very important to us. We were influenced in our upbringing by political issues like the civil uh, rights, anti-Vietnam war, and of course, women movements. We are more comfortable with computer technology than most people think. We are actually great adopters of this technology. We are not afraid of it. Okay, just a few facts for you to get to know boomers a lot better. Well, you know, sometimes when it comes to health, we need to take a look in the mirror and see the things that we really need to do in order to live a healthier life. Today, I want to focus on one thing that I bet is part of your daily routine, sugar. You know, refined sugar can be really bad for your health. There is a study that shows that actually sugar has something to do with that by cardiovascular disease. So you have to be careful in the amount of sugar that you consume every day. And you know, for me, it's really unbelievable how much sugar Americans consume all the time. So what are the things that you could really take out of your diet or really keep to a minimum so in order to be healthier? The first one is soda, right? One can of soda has about 140 calories and 35 grams of sugar. That's a lot of sugar. You don't need that. You can, instead of that, have water, iced tea, fruit juice, that is natural fruits, because that would be really good for you. And avoid the sugar. Getting the diet version of the soda is not a good thing either, because aspartame has been linked to many diseases as cancer. So you also want to stay away from, from that. Other things that you have to avoid is candy, right? A lot of sugar there. Grain-based goods, like, like, for example, desserts. Those fruit drinks, they're not natural juices and have a lot of added sugar in the process. Dairy desserts, for example, okay, lots of sugar. Read the labels. It's a good thing to get used to read the labels and really see how much sugar is in there and opt for another product maybe that doesn't have a lot of sugar. And when you're doing things at home, like baking, for example, Use half of what you usually use because it's going to be healthier for you and for your family. And after all, we want to live longer, right? But we also to want to be healthier. So less sugar, let's take that sugar out of your life. You know, we all have those days when we need to go and there is no restroom around us. Maybe on a camping trip, maybe on a hike, maybe you just need to go and you're in the middle of traffic. Who knows? What do you do? Here's the solution for you. There is a portable toilet. This one is called Happy, and this is how it works. So I get my Happy whenever I need to go, and then I just go. See? Well, it's very interesting because you saw that I just put liquid here, but if I turn it around, nothing happens. Everything stays in here. 
so you can even fold this and put it in your pocket so you can dispose of it later. Now you might be thinking this is something that would work just for men, but it's not. Every Happy comes with this device that is made for women and then they can go as well in a very comfortable way. You know, you never know. I find it kind of weird, but if I really had to go and there was no restroom around, maybe Happy would be the solution. Give it a try. Yes, I'm going down to memory lane again. One thing I used to love when I was very young was to read comics. I really, it was my passion. Actually, my father, when he had to ground me, that's what he would do, not give me money for my comics. I had a bunch of them. Richie was one of them. Do you remember that one? Oh, Disney ones. Oh, I, Superboy. I was just in love with Superboy. I used to read comics all the time. I actually miss a little bit not finding this kind of comics anymore to, to go and read because they were super fun and they told me so much stuff about life and being a kid. What was your favorite comic book? I would love to know. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. If you did, don't forget to share, thumbs up, rate our channel. These are the type of things that keep us going. And I'll meet you next week at Boomerology Revealed. This episode of Boomerology Revealed is brought to you by Standard, your best option for mobility products. Be independent with Standard.com.